0: I want to hear your worship Come on, let your worship saturate the atmosphere We pray for you today's topic. And boy, do we have a fun topic for you. So you don't want to go nowhere. I need for you to stay locked in right here. Because when I tell you that we are getting ready to get real, we're getting ready to get raw. We're getting ready to have a converdern as we say. (laughs) We getting ready to have a conversation, ladies. And I'm telling you, it is going to be incredible. And as a matter of fact, on that note, let's go ahead and get started. Of course, if you have not hit your share button, now is the moment where you can help me spread this message, help me get the word out there to as many people as I possibly can. Um, I believe that this word is definitely going to be a breath of inspiration to so many women out there. To today because we are going to be talking about how to speak to a visionary so many of you you're either married to a visionary or you're dating a visionary or you are preparing to marry a visionary i pray that you marry a man with vision come on there ain't nothing worse than when you got when you got skin in britches hey mika hi a uh, prophetess roof mary bean how are you guys so awesome to see y'all but there ain't nothing worse than when you got breath in britches and he ain't got no vision. Come on, we don't need that. We're not. We are not. We are not saying yes to a, a, a man because he knows how to love us right in the bedroom. Of course, we want that. Come on, can we be real? This is Wednesdays are for women. Come on, we going. We going somewhere. Of course, we want that. We want you to know what you're doing. Hallelujah in the marriage bed. But that's not the only reason why we're choosing you. We are also choosing. We also make a, a a choice for our future husbands or for a husband because he has vision. And if you are married to a man that has vision. You're going to need to know how to handle him. You want your marriage to last? Baby, you're going to need to know how to speak properly to a man that is pregnant, to a man that is carrying something. Because let me tell you something, depending on how you talk to that man, that will let you know how long your marriage is going to last. If you don't know how to talk to him, if you're constantly giving him every reason as to why what God has given him is not going to work, if you're constantly making him feel like he is not able to carry what he has on the inside of him or he's not able to birth it, but let me tell you something, he's going to find somebody real quick that is going to make him feel like the man that he is. And so that is very imperative in marriage. That is very imperative uh, when you are looking to establish something that is going to last. First and foremost, you need to understand that you two are anointed to work together. It's unfortunate because the day and age that we live in and the society that we live in today, they paint a picture that says that, Man is more superior than woman but they fail to understand and to realize what the scriptures, what the scriptures say. The scripture says that when God was creating male, he said male and female, he created them. And so in other words, we were thought of and we were created and given the command to have dominion and to rule in the earth at the same time. Now, when it comes to the day that god took man from the dust of the earth and he molded and he shaped man that was something different but in the realm of the spirit when he says he created male and female he created he them we were in something that we like to refer to as the spirit realm and that was the day that god spoke to our spirit and he said look when i create you i did not i do i didn't create you just to sit down here and and just, just sit around and not do nothing. I created you to have dominion. I, cre- I created you to subdue. I created you to walk in power. And so, of course, we know that's the reason why the attack was able to take place from the enemy because the enemy, hey, Shonda, the enemy saw the power that he, we walked in. He became jealous and he said, okay, let me try to attack them." So that i can steal their authority and of course we know the story that's what ended up happening but when christ died on the cross we gained it back so the first thing that you need to understand when it comes to speaking to a visionary speaking to your future spouse speaking to your husband is that god has anointed you two to work together he is not your superior We understand that he's the head in the household. We understand that God has given the man authority and he's given him the ability to lead. But let me tell you something that does not make you as the woman inferior to him. Oh, yeah, we about to come with it because and let me tell you how we know this, because when Christ walked in the earth, he walked as God. But the Bible says that he stripped himself of his power. He stripped himself of all of that, but he still walked as God and he submitted to God's authority out of, out, it was his decision. He submitted to God's authority out of his own will. And, but he, he walked as God. And so Paul, one thing that Paul explains, he says that man should be submitted to the Lord. That's the Lord's that's, that's man's covering. The Lord is man's covering as God is Christ's covering. And then it says that women, we should submit to man as our covering as our headship. But again, I want to stress this, that scripture is not saying it, it does not rank us like that to say that man, to say that we as women, we are inferior to man. No, we have the same rights. We have the same authority that God has given to men. We walk in that same authority, but out of respect to the rank or out of respect to the way God has set up authority in the earth, we respect our husbands. And so that means that we don't talk down to them. Oh, I already got to get a cup of water. I hope y'all are, I hope y'all are able to, 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 to listen and you can hear me well, and I'm not jumping around and all that good stuff. Hey, Victoria and Nicole, but that means that we don't talk down to our spouses. Let me tell you the reason why it. Let me tell you the reason why so many of our marriages are suffering right now. It is simply because we don't know how to speak properly to our husbands. Well, I just feel like he's weak and I just feel, well, what you marry him for? Because C- see, some of us, we chose him because we wanted to feel power. We wanted to feel authority when you already had it we wanted to feel like we were in charge so a lot of us we are attracted to men that don't know who they are and then we get involved in a covenant marriage with these men and then we have the nerve to complain and say oh but they're weak and I'm just tired of being with a weak man well you the one that married them you didn't have to do it ain't nobody pulled you down ain't nobody pulled you by the nap of your neck and made you say I I do. Come on. You can lead a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink. You married him knowing that he was not strong in certain areas. And so, you know, if you find yourself in this situation, let me tell you something right now. This is what the world will not tell you. You are in a covenant right now. And so you cannot back out of it just because things ain't going the way that you thought that it was going to go. Let me tell you, and then some of you will say, well, you know, I just feel like my husband is really weak and this isn't, that ain't how he was when we first got married. Well, what has caused him to become weak? Let me tell you something, I have three sons. I've never been a man, but I know what it is to raise a son. And one of the things that I have learned when it comes to raising a son is that you constantly have to give them affirmation. You constantly have to let them know, hey, you're doing a good job. I'm so proud of you. Right now, one of my sons, he's at this age, girl, where he thinks that he needs to, like, get muscles and become strong. And I'm sure he's doing it for some little girl. Let me tell y'all something. Watch your little nappy head daughters, <laughs> Watch your little daughters, okay? These little girls are fast, girl. But I'm sure that he's doing it for some girl, right? And so every day he comes to me and he says, Mommy, this is what I ate today. Mama, you know, this is what I'm going to eat tonight. Mama, look at my muscle. Look at my muscle, mama. Feel my muscle. I would tear him down if I was to look at him and say, Oh, um, all that working out ain't doing nothing. You ain't losing no weight. You ain't gaining no muscle. Look at you. You still look yeah, they're fast. That's right, mama. You still look weak. Do you know what that would do to him? And that's what a lot of us do to men that come into our lives because we have not been taught how to speak to men's spirit. We have not been taught our power. Come on, let me tell you something. It is a dangerous thing when you withhold sex from your husband. Yes, oh, we're going to go there today. It is a dangerous and even demonic thing when you begin to start withholding sex from your husband. Because what you don't understand is that when you engage in romance, when you engage in lovemaking, it takes him to another level in his vision. Oh, it takes him to another level in his insight. And so when you withhold sex from your husband, he can't see properly. And so that's the reason why the enemy will then send some fast woman, some fast woman into your marriage. She'll send them, he'll send the, he'll send this woman, whether if it's on your husband's job, he will sneak her in and your husband won't even be able to discern that it's a Delilah standing in front of him because a Delilah will talk to you about your strength. Come on, when Delilah had Samson's head in her lap, she was letting him know look, you're the strongest thing I've ever seen. How do where do you get your strength from? How were you so strong? You now we know that she was asking these questions because she was sent on behalf of the Philistines to locate where his power came from so that she could. But his power off. Let me tell you something. When you, with, when you withhold sex from your husband, when you withhold sex from your husband, you open up a door for Delilah to come in and for Delilah to give him everything that you're not. She, she, and this, this is the thing you got to understand how the enemy works. He does not step on the scene and let you know who, who he is and what he's doing. The Bible says that the enemy is an angel of light. And so when he steps on the scene, he will make it look like his entrance is God. He will make it look like everything about him is God. God sent me. And and to a man that is deprived of sex, when that man sees that, he will not be able to discern what's going on. You don't believe me? Well, just look at, look at david oh uh, you know i don't even know if david is a a a good example but you know you look at david and you look at solomon and you look at samson and you know these men these men you know sex was the thing that that drove them sex was the thing that kept them moving that kept them building that now one thing about solomon solomon got a little bit too much of it <laughs> Solomon got a little bit too much of it, and it ended up causing him to turn to other idols and turn his back on the Lord. But you got to understand the power that we hold as a woman. So the first thing that you got to understand is that when you are learning how to speak to a visionary, you need to know that God wants you to work together. He does not want you competing against one another. That's one thing that you'll find. That is a show enough stumbling block in marriage when you find yourself competing against your husband. I've seen that. I've seen couples that could have been so powerful in their community, but they were jealous of one another. And the husband was over here doing one thing and the wife was over here doing another. And when they would try to come together and do stuff, the husband wouldn't even support the wife and the wife wouldn't support the husband. And as a result, it ended up in them divorcing. And so you have to understand that when you learn how to speak to the vision on the inside of your husband, you are also speaking to everything that God has given him concerning you come on I understand that when I learn when I honor my husband I understand that there are supernatural doors that will open up for me why because I am I am honoring God's man I am honoring I am honoring the one that God that God has placed on this earth and placed in charge of my soul that is a seed. Come on, not all seed has to do with money. Some seed has to do with words that come out of your mouth. And so when I know and I learn how to speak to him, I am sowing, I am sowing into him or I am sowing into my future and how I handle him will be how someone will handle me. How I handle his vision will be how someone will handle my vision. But if you don't know that and you're constantly sowing discord to him, well, you know, here's the thing. This is what I hear in my spirit. For some of us women, we have had so much drama in our marriage that we really don't believe in the vision that our husbands are carrying. We don't believe in it anymore. At one point in time we did, but now it's gotten to the place where we really don't believe in it anymore. And so we ignore it. We don't pray concerning it. We don't encourage him concerning it. Come on. I feel this thing. If you don't do it, somebody else will. Y'all remember that scene on soul food. Hey, Miss Lita. Y'all remember that scene on soul food where, um, uh, uh, the, the cousin came in and Vanessa Williams and her husband, they were kind of at odds and they their marriage was rocky, but they were trying to push through it. And guess what? Vanessa Williams' husband in the movie was trying to pursue a dream. He was trying to pursue a dream and in the movie, in the movie, she did not believe in his dream. Come on. I know what I'm talking about. Y'all stick with me. Come on. Don't go nowhere. She did not believe in his dream. And so what what ended up happening is now this young cousin comes along that does not that does not know anything about this man. Because one thing that you have to understand when you are married to a visionary, you are going to see you are going to see him step out and do things. And sometimes it's not going to work. And when I say sometimes, I mean, it's probably you're probably going to see things not work more than one time. And as a woman that can mess with us, because we know that when because we know that it takes money to establish vision. And so if, uh, if we're putting money behind your vision and it's not working, then after a while, you're going to see another side of us because this is my money. This is my bread and butter. I worked for this. I sacrificed for this and I'm giving it to you and things keep messing up. But what do you do at that moment? At that moment, you better take that to the Lord. Because let me tell you something, at that moment, the enemy will send another woman that does not know anything about the struggle. She does not know anything about the sacrifice. She will come up in there and she will see what he's doing and she will not ask him, how many times have you tried to do this and and it failed? No, she'll begin to give him every reason as to why he can do it. Oh, I know that you can do this, Curtis, because can't nobody sing like you. I know that you can do this because can't nobody write a song like you. Can't nobody run business like you. I know that you are while you're at home, giving him every reason as to why he needs to stop pursuing his dreams. But one thing that you have to understand about a visionary A visionary is not capable of working a nine to five job for the rest of his life. He cannot survive in that kind of atmosphere. And so you have to understand that, that someone that is a visionary, more than likely he will be the kind of person that will not be able to hold down a job for that long. It does not mean that he's lazy. It just simply means that his mind is on something else. His mind is on the future. And so what you have to do as his spouse, you have to go there with him. And sometimes, let me tell y'all something, it can be irritating because it's the last thing that you want to hear sometimes. Sometimes you just want to stay in reality, but that's not the way that a visionary is built. And so what do you do in these moments? What do you do in these moments where you are frustrated? You take it to the Lord in prayer. You seek God and you say, Lord, I need help with this. I need help, God. You begin to start uh, finding scriptures that will build your faith. Come on, there cannot be real with y'all. There were times where my husband will talk to me about future plans and I'll be like, oh my God, I do not feel like, I don't feel like doing this right now because I've heard this before and when we did it before, it didn't work. But what I've discovered is that it is a very dangerous thing to make him feel like you don't care. Come on, somebody is here today and let me school you for a bit. I, I I said it before and I'll say it again. If you don't care, somebody else will. Okay, we go back to soul food. He's pursuing a dream, Vanessa Williams' husband. He's pursuing a dream and his wife is done with his dream. And so here comes the little cousin that does not know anything about the sacrifices. She don't know nothing about the past failures. And so this means that she's not wounded in any way. So, of course, she's ready to she can she can hear him say that I'm going to get a Grammy Award, even though you've heard him say that for 17 years and you ain't seen it yet. And because you don't believe in it yet, she can hear him say it and she can be like, you know what? I believe that you will. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to help you. Come on, what you should be doing. And so here's this little cousin comes along and she's telling him everything that he wants to hear. And what ends up happening? They end up sleeping together. And it ends up destroying their marriage. Come on, let me warn somebody on today and let you know that if you don't learn how to start speaking and praying over the vision that God has given to your husband, another woman will. Oh, here come Delilah. Here come Delilah with her fast tail. All of a sudden now she's interested because let me tell you something, Delilah's are drawn to men that have power. Now we do know that Delilah is a spirit and spirits have no gender. And so even you can flip this around. There are men out there that have a Delilah spirit and they are drawn to women who have power not every man is intimidated by a woman in a high ranking position some of them they only want you be they only want you because of where you can take them and if you are in an environment, if you are in an environment surrounded by people who does not understand or cannot handle the magnitude of what you are carrying on the inside of you, you will fall for that Delilah spirit and you will end up putting your head in his lap. Come on. Those of you that have husbands, if you do not begin to start making the environment, an environment where you accept his vision and where you are constantly speaking over his vision, where you are constantly helping to build his vision. Let me tell you something, Delilah's lap is getting warm. And he's on his way to her. And let me tell you, that is unnecessary. Because if you are his wife, God has anointed you to be able to handle what is on the inside of him. It might seem big, but that's okay. Because one thing about a visionary, they will stretch your faith.